minute. Uh, our team is live at Radio Row right now uh, for the Super Bowl this week, even though not a whole lot happening out there this year because of COVID. And we are continuing talking to the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've had on the show this week alone uh, Simeon Rice. Yesterday we caught up with Joe Jaravicious, and now we go to the hotline and welcome back to the show your champion uh, quarterback from that game. This is Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Appreciate you guys having me on your show. Are you kidding? I, you know, I was sitting there the other day, and I was like, because you, you've always been a kind of humble, low-key guy, and uh, we really we really haven't seen much of you in Tampa Bay uh, since you left here. And really, like you're not a guy that went into broadcasting or anything like that. Now you're just being a dad, right? Yeah, yeah. When I was done, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I've been back to Tampa a bunch, different um, – just different events. Been back for all sides golf tournament or Dare Brooks or different reunion, reunions at, with the Bucks and all those kind of things. So they've always welcomed me back, and and uh, so whenever I had a chance to slide back in town. But but no, I, I, when I got done, I live live up in Athens, Georgia. Have two boys, and ended up coaching all their high school, middle school, pee wee football teams, and went to the state championship last two years in a row. And then my oldest son, he's a quarterback at LSU, and my youngest one, he'll be going to one of those schools here soon. So been been active. In the coaching front, just kind of helping out a lot of kids up here, uh, just coaching ball. Now, your son, your son Max, got a, a, a start against the F- FSU this year, right? Uh, yeah, he started against Florida Swamp, and uh, they won that one. That was a crazy uh, when they threw the shoe and games yeah, in the oh, clouds yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, started that game, won that one, and then won the Ole Miss game last game of the season. So, uh, pure freshman, looking forward to uh, competing this next year. Do you when you are are a quarterback and you've had such a career that you had and your son wants to do that? Are you a little bit worried? You're like, man, I you know because like we had Tom Hanks's kid on and I thought, why would you ever want to be an actor when your dad is Tom Hanks? You know, you got a lot to live up to when your dad is a a Super Bowl champion quarterback. Yeah, no, you know, I've been (laughs) Coach Max out of the womb. You know what I mean? So (laughs) we're doing three and five step drops at age five. So. Um, no, it's something he loves to do and loves to throw, loves to throw and loves to compete. And, uh, just, you know, kind of, you, you, it's, it's in your blood. Either you play the position or you don't. Yeah. And, uh, so it's something he's enjoyed. My other son, he's a, he's a receiver tight end kind of kid and totally two different kids. And it's gotta be in your makeup. So, uh, but no, he doesn't, we, yeah. <laughs> when you play that quarterback position, you, you gotta know what you signed up for. It's a yeah. gauntlet. And, um, you got to be able to distribute the ball and know what you know. Know the good, know the tough that comes with it too. How is your? Uh, I mean, you had a you had a long career. You played for a couple of teams. How is your? How is your health now? How's your body? You wake up aching every day, or are you in great shape? Yeah, no, I feel pretty good. Feel yeah, good. Um, coaching, staying active, play golf, play a lot of tennis, and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's, it's more moving to pickleball now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> everybody love everybody pickleball. loves the pickleball, man. I I, I have not seen <laughs> one of you. I've not seen one of you guys that, that looks like uh, Fat Thor now. None of you guys got fat. You're all in good shape. Jervicious was on with us yesterday. He said he gets up at 5 o'clock every morning, still goes to the gym. That's insane. Don't he you guys... said he's in better shape now than yeah. he was when he played for the team. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. If I were you, I'd just be like, give me cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, we've had those too. But now, stay in shape. He has a couple of uh, girls that have been really you know big-time volleyball players and I know he's in the gym working those girls out and staying active. It's just something. It's part of it's part of who you are, part of your makeup. And you know, I think 
for the first three or four years, I mean, I was getting after it, you know, double days and all that kind of stuff. And you got, man, what am I, <laughs> what yeah. am I doing this for? You know what I mean? So it's not quite the same because you're not getting ready for game. But, but if you're active and work hard, it's kind of in your blood for the rest of your life. Uh, that's great. We're talking to Brad Johnson. Uh, Brad, of course, uh, took our Tampa Bay Buccaneers to their uh, first Super Bowl championship, which was, I'll tell you, as exciting as this is now, uh, having this team here and having Tom here and having it be in Tampa. There really was nothing like that team that you guys had. I mean, here you are uh, with you and Allstad, and then it is Jared Vicious. You had a bunch of great receivers, Akina McCardo, and then, of course, you had that uh, legendary defense with Sapp and Simeon and those guys. I mean, it was so much fun to get to know each player and follow along the, you know, the whole storyline that was that we couldn't win if it was, if it was too cold and blah, blah, blah. And we just beat every odd that year. And you had to know halfway through that you were on that special team and that was going to be the year. It, it was a great time. Great year. I mean, guys, uh, two guys went on to make hall of fame with tap and Derek books and a few more will probably with, uh, with John Lynch and Ronnie Barber and Simeon Rice. And, but there were a lot of great, Pro Bowl kind of players too. So, yeah. and then coaches that went on to be head coaches, and Mike Tomlin went on to win two Super Bowls and Pittsburgh and those kind of things. So, you've had just a lot of great, great people in the building. And and so at that time, obviously, it was, you know, Tampa was it was tremendous defense, and Tony Dungy had, had taken the Yucks to the Bucks and, and 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 brought the winning formula as far as work ethic and winning attitude, and 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 then the draft, and then Gruden came along and he made some. Big time moves in free agency, and Keenan McCardell and Joe Jarvisius and yeah. Michael Pittman and Roman Oban and Kerry Jenkins and Ken Dilger, Ricky Dudley. I mean, the list goes on. So he got the most out of our team. We came, we got hot as the season went on, and then he saw the greatness of the team come out and the greatness of the players and the and the talent. And then to make that run and the, and the you know beating Forty ers and then in the cold up in Philly and shutting down the vet and then you know striking the. Uh, the, the Raiders in the Super Bowl. I mean, and when you get that confetti fall on your face and you have that parade in Tampa, those are memories that you'll have for life. And, yeah, you know, they yeah. have a chance to now to do it again. But but you always see someone else doing it. And so Tampa got to experience what it felt like to be a champion. And, you know, it's the only one that's ever happened there. And hopefully it gets a repeat uh, this weekend. Oh, we're, we're certainly hoping for it. Did you ever feel uh, – I mean, I know I, – do you ever feel underappreciated because so much attention was paid to the defense on that team? Well, I, I knew when I came down there was what I was signing up for. And it yeah. was definitely a star-studded uh, defensive team. And guys we talked about are going to make the uh, make the Hall of Fame and bring them honor and all those kind of things. But, but I led the NFC in, in, you know, in, in passing. I felt like my, the way I played was what the formula for, for what needed to be done to win a Super Bowl there. They never had a Super Bowl champion. That was a big reason why I'm free agency. I came to Tampa over Baltimore and over Kansas City and – was to be the first quarterback to win it in uh, in Tampa, and, and you know the last guy to win it was Bob Greasy in 1972 in the state of Florida. So, <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, so there's there's certain reasons, but I wanted I played against Tampa a bunch. I felt my style fit, and I felt like they made great moves in free agency and with the guys and and uh, with that team. I felt like it was just the right fit. I, I have to point this out to you. I know you're never going to remember this in a, in a million years, but so I'm I'm doing uh, sports radio at the time uh, for the home of the Buccaneers. It was 10:10 a.m. that I was on, and I went up to the NFC game in Philadelphia. And I got a pass to stay on the sideline for the entire game. And it was probably the coldest I've ever been in my life. 
and I'm wearing a leather jacket over a hoodie. You know, I'm just freezing. Right. And, and right. at half at halftime, half in the middle of the, like the most important game of your career, at halftime you came out and and you were by the bench and you said something to me and you and I didn't really like I stayed away from you. You were the starting quarterback. Nobody ever wanted to bother that guy. And you started saying something to me, and I go, oh, God, I don't know what he's saying. He's going to have me thrown out of here. I didn't know what. And I was like, what's that? And you go, come here. And I came over, and you go, sit on the bench and stick your hands in the hole. There's heat in the holes. I was like, oh, thank you, guy who's playing in the championship game. I appreciate you. I was like, here he is worried about me when he's going to go win this game. But that, I was was saying this to Simeon the other day, that game there, that win in Philadelphia, was almost as big as winning the Super Bowl. There's no doubt. I mean, Philadelphia had been our nemesis. They'd beaten us four straight times in the playoffs and regular season. That year would be us October 20th, like a drum up there. I've cracked my ribs. And, and um, you know, they would, can, can we beat Philly? Can we yeah. beat them? And they'd been to four NFC championship games in a row uh, with Andy Reid and, and Jim Johnson, defense coordinator. They were loaded on both sides of the ball. And, and, and so, you know, they were the predicted winners, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. And uh, I think it took those – all that build up for the losses over time, but we kind of figured out who we were as the season went on, and we got hot at the right time. And it was it was it was cold that yeah. night, no doubt about it. Oh. it, was, it but winning that game was probably as, as as thrilling as as winning the Super Bowl, honestly, because of what had happened in the past, what had been thrown in our face as far as can't win in the cold and can't yep. beat Philly and and uh, those kind of things. But it, it was an awesome feeling. That's when we, we really came together. And the celebration in the locker room after the game was it was it was pretty awesome. Oh, I, I got to tell you, that was one of the moments. Uh, you know, I have, a, I have a young son who's playing football now, and I and I try to just explain to him how how fortunate I was to have to just be able to witness uh, that stuff as it happened. I mean, it was just that was history, and I got to be able to just see it happening. Uh, that Philadelphia game was special for so many reasons. Uh, we talked to Joe yesterday. Joe had that whole thing going on with his uh, son who was born premature, and he made it to that game, and then he had a big game. Uh, the, the, the area was really watching and pulling for him and the team. You guys had to beat that cold curse, but the best part about it has got to be those son-of-a-bitch Philly fans to just shut them down and had to hear them just, I mean, it just got quiet, and they knew that they had just been defeated, and that, that felt really good as a Bucks fan. Yeah, man, it was, I mean, it was awesome. We, we didn't know if, we didn't know if uh, Joe Tervicius was going to play. He showed up at the hotel late that night, on Saturday night, and he came in and hit the big play, the triple left 83 double smash X option, hit it over the middle, and <laughs> time gain on the left side, and then and then we just we stroked them. And then, you know, at the very end of the game, it was 20 to, 20 to 10. They were making a run, and then that's when uh, Ronnie Barber had the interception to close it down to win 27-10, and then – and then, but but to close down the vet, I mean yeah. that, that place was a nightmarish place to play, uh, with the with the way the field was. It was it was cold, man. It yeah. was cold, and um, but it, it was it was a silence. They they were in shock, yeah. and they still they they'll, they'll never forget it to this day. That's one memory that they'll always have, and I'm glad we gave it to them. And and, and, uh, and, that, and that gave us the. Down. And that gave us, uh, at that point, they had no choice but to respect the Buccaneers uh, because they just got embarrassed and they got beat in their stadium, closing down their stadium. And, and, and I think that gave the Buccaneers a whole load of respect as a team. And then, of course, we know you went on to win the uh, the Super Bowl. This Super Bowl is really weird. Uh, I, I know you're probably not uh, anywhere near here, but uh, Radio Row is dead. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, it looks beautiful because there's a lot of banners up here, but it's not like it usually is for a Super Bowl. But we're very excited to have the Bucks here and playing in their home stadium. Uh, is there is there going to be, uh, as a player, is there really that much of an advantage uh, to that when it comes to the Super Bowl of playing in a home stadium? I know it's never happened before. 
I don't know. I couldn't yeah. speak for it. I, I mean, I think the only comfort level for them is obviously getting to practice at the same facility, but, but Kansas City is too. They're coming in late, uh, just almost like an away game. And uh, so it's, it's unfortunate they're probably missing a little bit of the buzz in Tampa like you would really, really want with just everything, all the parties and events going on. But it's still the world will be watching Sunday night, and there will be a winner in confetti falling when it's all said and done. So, um, you know, I mean, when the game's played, it's going to be played. And, you know, they, they've already played against each other before. And, and uh, But it's awesome for, for even for football to take place this year in a COVID year without training camps, without mini camps, with, you know, Zoom meetings and, yeah. All the things that have taken place is pretty incredible. The NFL and has pulled this off for a whole year yeah. to even get this thing done. So you got to you got to congratulate everyone that's, that's got that done. Well, I'm I'm really excited to go. I've been a longtime fan, and uh, now I'm also realistic. I mean, you got the greatest quarterback in there on this team. You got uh, a team whose defense is really crushing it. We're in a great spot now, but we're also facing. One of the greatest quarterbacks, uh, you know, up and coming guys in the league. I mean, t- t- the last two Super Bowl champions are playing each other. What do you think? What can the I mean, don't let your heart speak. Let the football guy in, in you speak. What do you think the outcome is going to be? I think it's going to be a fun game. I mean, you can't you can't really predict it. I mean, there's 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 I mean, there's great great players. There's Hall of Famers that are going to be named one day. They're in this game. Yeah. Um, legends are in this game. And it, the story will be told over time. So it is, uh, it's just, you know, the two best teams are playing for it. Tampa got hot at the right time of the year. And the defense has been outstanding, creating turnovers. And But to win the three games like they've done on the road in Washington, beating the Saints with Drew Brees and then on the road with, in Lambeau. So it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fun year to be a Buck fan, no doubt about it. And, and then doing it with expectations with Tom coming in, the moves they made in free agency. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool to just watch. It, it really is. This is going to be an exciting uh, Sunday for Tampa Bay and for football fans everywhere. Brad Johnson, it is great to catch up with you, man. It's great to talk to any of those guys that were on that Super Bowl team. And I know you're a humble, low-key guy, but everybody likes to hear from me every once in a while. So I really appreciate you coming on the air and talking to the uh, Tampa Bay fans. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate you reaching out, man. Everybody down there, hello. Thank you. Uh, all right, bud. We'll see you soon, ladies and gentlemen, the great Brad Johnson. Thank you, Brad. All right, thank you, though. All right, pal. There you go. What a good dude. Yeah. yeah he yeah. said his kid was training coming out of the womb. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.